listening to Bitter Rifles. Hey, week 12 in the books. Oh yeah. How you guys doing? We're back. We're not tired. We are... <laughs> I'm still a little full from eating Thanksgiving food every day. Oh yeah? <laughs> I, reg- I didn't take leftovers home from my sister's house. I regret it. Uh, I usually do, and then I eat it for like two days straight. Yeah. Uh, we're back. You know, the, I was telling Jeremy before we started the last two weeks, engagement, the numbers, they haven't looked great, you guys. I'm going to be honest with you. But it's because, you know, everyone's busy, Thanksgiving, out of town, not working. I get it. Yep, but holiday season. Us included. I mean, I feel like uh, it, you know those one of our best episodes uh, because we're so tired. I mean, you're you're settling in your new routine. I was my life for me has been going like a mile a minute, uh, but now we're gonna settle into the holiday season. But we're getting into December football, and you know what? The picture's coming into focus. Illusions are fading. Uh, identities are being established. Uh, we're finding out who's real. Winning teams are losing. Losing teams are winning. What? No, the op- quite the opposite, isn't it? I mean, we. I feel like we. Everyone is who, like we thought they were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's real? Who's the pretenders? I, I think that's like it's it's coming into focus. It, we're finding out who was just you know like a mirage in the desert. I mean, look at look at the NFC playoff picture. In the NFC, there's only four or five in the whole conference. There's only like four or five teams with winning records yeah and then i mean i don't know the nfc south i (laughs) yeah they don't have no the the leader you know who the fifth team is who has a winning record so far the seahawks yeah and you guys are gonna we'll look ahead to that uh in the preview but you guys are gonna play the cowboys at uh at dallas so yeah i think we're wild card dallas seattle and minnesota's wild card right now yeah, you and you, know, you and Minnesota. Minnesota just lost last night in one of the worst games I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know what's at Green Bay and the Rams are uh, on their way. On the, they're ascending at the right time. Seahawks, Vikings are descending. Green Bay holds the tiebreaker straight up against the Rams thanks to Brett Rippin. I <laughs> you know I've harped on that enough. Yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, the Packers. Uh, Jordan Love is getting better. They're uh, playing the Chiefs next, though. By the way, yeah, they are. Play- well, I mean, the Chiefs, give or take. Yeah, they're a good team. And they have an identity, but they've been in all these games where they're come down to the wire. After the Chiefs, though, too often. After the Chiefs, Green Bay schedule gets pretty soft. So, well, I, I actually no, they have a wait. Yeah, they have like two games against the Lions coming up, right? Or, Who? Wait, I the, like the Green the Bay, Green, the Packers. Yeah, yeah they do. schedule. So we got the. So they got the Chiefs coming up, and then they got the Giants win, the Bucks probably a win, the Panthers a win, and then the Vikings at that point week seventeen it's got to be a win right? Yeah. And then they got the Bears. Okay, so yeah, I mean, that's that's the Packers get the remaining schedule. Yeah, I mean, who was I was talking about the Bears? Maybe I was thinking about the Vikings schedule. Uh, Maybe, but I mean it. But yeah, so their schedules. They're playing the Chiefs. Sucks. It's in Green Bay though. Sunday night, gonna be a cold one yeah. for sure. Gonna be uh, probably gonna be a, a a heavy run, depending on weather. Could be maybe snowing by by that time. 
roughly around this time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Frozen Tundra, full Frozen Tundra experience probably for the Chiefs. But, I mean, I think uh, Kansas City gets pretty cold too, right? Yeah. It's not like it's a West Coast team going over there. But let's – so, anyway, let's start with Thanksgiving and your Seahawks getting mollywopped by the 49ers, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know I what? I predicted it, so. There was that one uh, – I was driving home from my sister's, and there was that, that – uh, was it the uh, – was it a Reek Woolen or who, who was it? It was a pick six. Jordan Brooks. Jordan Brooks, yeah. That, and then I was like, oh, the momentum's shifting. Your defense was playing pretty good. Your offense, once again, sputtered. I have a, a, cup, a couple of stats for you that just to read off, for, and you got to tell me what you think, all right? Seahawks offense, third worst uh, third down conversions in the league. Bottom 10 offense in most metrics. Offense has failed to reach 300 yards for the 50th time. Since 2012, 19 of those, roughly half, have been Shane Waldron. Hot seat, Shane Waldron, fire him, end of season? It's looking that way. I mean... How do you feel about that? The offense is not looking good. It's not clicking. I kind of feel like it's the same scenario what happened with uh, the Rams when he was there. Kind of, he had a good season, it looked good, and then... It, things just started to change and it wasn't the well, same everyone falls for the the oc at the rams the oc whoever's oc at the rams does not call plays yeah they're just helping mcveigh with like you know game plans so yeah i i think it's fair enough to say i mean he's been there what four years now yeah um Something like that, right i i i read a complaint by a seahawks fan that he never calls a run on third and short is that I true? We always I feel like ball. that's not yeah, true. I was no, gonna say, yeah. I, feel, I, like we always I read run the someone's ball. comment. Like I, I think it was one of your uh, the Seahawks uh, fans. Only when it's three, third and fifteen, we run the ball. Oh like, yeah, maybe that's sure. what they meant. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe that's I misread that because we always run the ball regardless of the scenario. But but yeah, he's got to be gone, right? Yeah, I mean, it's Pete gone. It's a little bit of him. It's a little bit of Gino. I no, I th- it's a Pete, whole lot Pete, of Pete. I think Pete kind of just is always going to be Pete. He's he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong, but. I don't think he's ready to leave yet. Um, we definitely need... I. He's more of a defensive guy anyway, so that's why I think the defense looks good. Um, offensive coordinator-wise, what do we do? Who do we get? I don't know what the options are out there. Frank Reich? Mm, I mean, he was a good offensive coordinator. Um, usually, head co- when they become head coaches, it's not the same he's, scenario. No, yeah, because they've got so much um, on the plate at that but, point. But, I mean, it's... You can't even blame Frank Wright for this situation he was in in Carolina because they have no offensive weapons well, and whatsoever. He, like, and he, it was eleven games. You get he, the and he wanted C.J. Stroud, but David Tepper made him take Bryce Young. Yeah, so I mean, that's the that owner is insane. Even then, like C.J. Stroud would be in the same scenario that Bryce Young is. That's true. That's true. Like, there's no support but, other yeah, than Adam Thielen. There's no offensive support on that whole team. The running backs. And why they trade D.J. Moore? We'll find out next year. <laughs> Uh well yeah so uh let me see here yeah we got, got some so if you're not firing Pete you got to clean up this off season trade DK Lockett's gonna be 32 yeah Lockett's at the bottom Jamal Adams Quandre Diggs you guys have 30 million dollars tied up in your safeties mm-hmm. that so, something's got to give here what do you think's gonna what do you think the move is I mean we obviously need to draft a quarterback that's top priority if it if it doesn't happen next year, I don't know where we're going with this offense. Um, obviously, I think it's time to cut ties with Waldron. Um, 
I think in regards to the defense, the defense is good. So, I mean, the money being spent on defense, at least we're seeing the results in regards to having Jamal Adams more frequently. Um, give or take, he has missed a couple games since he's been back. But yeah, $30 million for Jamal yeah. and Quandre Diggs. For the production for those two, I think you can match with a good pick in the draft. Yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, I don't think anybody wants Jamal Adams. Um, yeah, so injury his, his, probably. his value isn't going to be great. Diggs, on the other hand, is, is a solid player. But I wouldn't want to trade him. If we had to trade one of the two, I would trade Adams. Um, but like I said, Snyder and Pete usually do a good job in the draft. Um, so I'm I'm really banking on this next draft because I think we we did well last year. Um, and yeah, the, you hit a lot. You guys hit a lot we, of good players. Been, everyone's been productive. I think next year it'll hopefully be the same. We could replicate the same depending on who we draft as at QB. And it's just all these sucky teams with all these quarterback situations and injuries this year with the amount of backups we have. Every team's going to go after a quarterback, so it's going to be tough. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was like, going to say, what quarterback do you have your eye on? Because they're all going to get taken yeah, pretty I mean, early. I can see us trading up in regards to where we land trading up. I don't know. Um, I like you know the guy from Washington, Panix Jr., I think he's a good pick. Caleb Williams, obviously, is a name being tossed around. I don't know what his value looks like with the way the his season ended. His ass is going ended. to the Bears. Yeah, um, yeah like, like I said, the Bears are in a situation now where they need to figure out what they're going to do with Fields. He either becomes a backup or they trade him somewhere else. Um, I, I Honestly, I think that's the best scenario for Fields is he needs to just take a back, back seat and be a backup for you know a, a good polished organization where he can you know get more of an understanding of what that looks like i think if he just goes somewhere that will play to his strengths a, a little bit more like he throws a, a a great deep ball right like he has a, a strong arm and he r- could run but for some reason i think his average depth of target is like one point something yards mm-hmm. he's not they're not let and when he does let it loose down the field i mean it, it looks really good i don't know uh what what's who's the is it is eberflus the play caller there i don't or is he a defensive guy huh no i i i don't know who calls the plays over there yeah, i don't know either I, to be honest it's i think he just needs to sit and you know get more of an understanding of you know what he needs to work on and see where it goes from there i know putting him in, in the situation where he gets traded to the new york giants or something like that it's going to be the same thing like you're in a big market if you don't show production or anything of that nature you know it just backfires on you again yeah it might it'd be a good uh preseason or you know training camp for daniel jones and him going at it and seeing where they can go from there um and i can definitely see dan campbell working that to his advantage in regards to having a more mobile quarterback i guess you would say um like what he had when he was in buffalo with josh allen so about dan campbell uh you mean mean, um not that like Dan Campbell, but, uh, Brian Dable. Yeah, Brian Dable. Um, Just because they're bald guys with yeah. beards. <laughs> with uh, great beards. Well, you know what? Back to the Seahawks game, though. We talked a little bit about, uh, you know, like where you guys could cut cut loose for next season. You know, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Let's talk about this game on Thanksgiving. First of all, like, I just want to ask you, what happened? 
what what did you see as a fan like not obviously the uh, the offense was sputtering right mm-hmm. but uh just like defensively did the did they just give up or i mean like, i mean we held them scoreless in one quarter they held us scoreless in two but um, yeah i guess it just broke loose at the yeah, end just, it, it was just our offense our, yeah our offensive line was just getting beaten um we definitely need help there so that's another area we need to work on next year as well um the play calling it's just subpar geno smith 18 of 27 qbr rating 14.9 it's like we had no kenneth walker which is a big big piece of our offense charbonnet did what he could but he was just getting stopped by the offense i mean by by the san francisco defense um so basically all of the above dk got (laughs) shut shut down like no one everyone was non-existent the the tight ends were non-existent again jake bobo only had one target uh, he averages like one target a game. It feels like yeah, and it's just to the point where it's like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I like Bobo. I like that reception. I think I remember that reception too. It was pretty slick. I like. I remember uh, Mida texted the group chat more yeah. Bobo. It was only. I mean, it was only six yards, but he he gets open. You know, he yeah, can separate. Yeah. That's uh, the biggest. Unlike DK, yeah, DK can't separate. Like I don't, I don't know what what's up with this guy anymore. I I feel like every year since we've drafted him, it's gotten. I'm, he's contributing was, nothing yeah, but penalties. His basically. second year was uh, was good, and then it just been on the decline after that. Tyler Lockett, just you know, not getting enough targets, and then it's just like looking at the tar- the amount of targets. It's like we're spreading the ball out, but it's like we're spreading the ball out to the wrong people. And um, I I don't know. I I predicted six to thirty one. If we didn't get that pick six, it would have been six to thirty one. So. And you know, again, the, that I was like, I felt the momentum shift, and then the offense sputtered and sputtered, and there was a couple of those like instances, and yeah, I felt like kind of just in the fourth quarter or whatever, like we're just like we should be watching this anymore. It's breaking loose. I feel like the Seahawks don't even care anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh, so as a fan, we talked about you know cutting loose uh, all these players and where you could free up money and what what to look ahead to. But as a fan for the season, are you ready to pack it in? Oh yeah, I've been since You're last, checked since, out. since the if Rams, it wasn't for since this the show. Rams game <laughs> from the Rams game it's it's been it's and not even that just the 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 non-existent offense and then the production from Geno Smith on the decline it's it it is what it is, you know. The Geno Smith story last year was a good one and that's what it was. It was a good story. We we looked like we won the trade. You know, we picked up some good pieces in the draft. And, you know, we signed Geno Smith to, what, three years, I think. And, you know, he deserved it. He did a good job. Um, he got us to the playoffs. However, I like I said, I don't see us getting into the playoffs. I think we just lose out the rest of the season. And, you know, depending on how, how our next couple of games go, like I see us only winning two. If that, um, it's a possibility we only win one. Just because uh, it's... We play Dallas this week. After that, we play San Francisco again. Yeah. Then we get the Titans, the Steelers, and the Cardinals. Yeah, you might be able to steal one or two here, but I think it'll be just too far gone at that point. Yeah. But Uh, yeah, looking ahead, you're going to be at Cowboys. Cowboys have been pretty uh, unstoppable at home, it seems. 
Uh, do you have like uh, thoughts, score prediction? I know it's hard to give thoughts when you you're kind of packing it in already, like you said. Um, yeah, I mean it. It. I don't think we're gonna win, but I think it could be a close one, depending on the situation with Kenneth Walker if he's gonna play or not. I know as of right now he's not. It looks like, um, at least in regards to the last time I checked on fantasy was he had nothing in regards to his project his uh projected score like no points. positive updates there's nothing yeah in regards to that and then even then i don't think they're gonna maybe even update anything until tomorrow because we play a thursday yeah oh okay yeah so we play another thursday night game which is gonna suck but at least you got <laughs> seven days rest in yeah. between right that for, as if you're a player that's what they usually complain about is that it's a uh, it's because you get the short week and mm-hmm. then but you know they got seven days in between so i i don't i think it'll be a close one but i do think dallas will probably win they've been they haven't been playing good against team o- teams over 500, so that'll be interesting to see oh, if we do yeah. if we win. Then that's a, a bigger problem for Dallas than it is for us. Um, which at this point, I I don't see Dallas doing much in the playoffs. Anyways, I don't. I there's the Eagles and the Niners are just too good on both ends of the field, and and they play each other this yeah. week, so that might be a preview of the NFC Championship game. But you're right. Uh, the Seahawks are technically one game over 500, and uh, that's been like the meme all year season, right? Like Dal- Dallas has not played any like good teams, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, all right. That's uh, you know, kind of bleak, but you're being a realist uh, here. Prediction points would probably be. I must go with. Let's hear it. Uh, twenty to twenty-eight. Okay. Or some. It might, even, it might even be. D- 19 to 28. Look, I'm gonna that's do that. a winnable game. 19 to 28. I would say that. You know, okay. That you know what make, that makes it worse if you're watching it and then they it is that close because you're gonna be like your hopes up until the end. At, at this point, it's not enjoyable <laughs> football for me to say the least. It's not enjoyable to watch. Period. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the offense just sputters out. That's boring football. Yeah. I. I I'm I'm almost positive I'm gonna be 100 percent right on how the way the rest of the season goes. So. It is what it is. Next right. year, we next year's a new year. Hopefully, we make the right moves and we could get a good quarterback in the draft. All right, now let's talk about this Rams game. Rams back to back sweeps, division sweeps. They swept the Cardinals at the Cardinals. Kyron Williams' first game in about six weeks. He had sixteen carries, one hundred forty-three yards. He broke off a, a nice fifty-two yarder. Uh, you know, he was averaging 8.3 yards per carry. This was a Kyron Williams game. Just And you know what? The last game he had was against the Cardinals uh, before he went on IR. And he broke several off then, too. So I think he has, like, over 300-something yards yeah, he rushing over the Cardinals this year. I was regretting trading him watching that game. I was like, oh, man, I could use you right now. He also had six for 61 uh, receiving yards, which which is – he his hands look good. He was catching everything. Mm-hmm. He had two touchdowns. Yeah, he was six for six in receptions. and tar- or His targets were six. He caught all six. Yeah, at 61 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, there's this, Here's a stat. He's the first player in NFL history. This is like one of those things where they sandwich a bunch of stats together just to say they're like the first one in history. <laughs> mm-hmm. But nonetheless, he's first with at least 140 rushing yards, 60-plus receiving yards, and multiple touchdowns in a single game. Have a day, Kyron Williams. I mean, off the rip, this game, well, it looked like it was going to be a shootout. Off the rip, 2-2 Atwell, like, hit, just a, a Stafford hit him with, like, an arcing rainbow, just, like, downfield, set the Rams up for, like, an immediate touchdown on their first drive. 
I got a little worried on the Cardinals' first drive. Mm. Yeah, but it, it, they just marched down the field, scored, and then they went for two. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those games. That was their first and only lead of the day. They didn't score again until the fourth quarter. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Tyler Higby. Tyler Higby, two, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. <laughs> two tuds. I thought that was going to be last week. He was he was due a game. We were talking about that, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, he's either fucking one target for like three yards or two touchdowns and like 100-something yards. He, uh, I think he's been battling injuries all year. I, I won't hold that against him, but... It's good to see that at least... He's a good red zone target, which I don't think you guys have been doing. You've been going heavy on Puka in the red zone. Yeah. And maybe that's where you guys kind of shift that red zone threat to him. I, yeah, they like Puka in the red zone because he just runs over motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, but another, another bad outing for Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. But you know what? He was he shouldn't have even been playing. He was just out there kind of as a decoy. He was uh, fighting an uh, ankle sprain. Mm. He, he, it oh, was, yeah, from Seattle. He was doubtful, and then he played. Yeah. So I'm not gonna uh, begrudge him for that, you know what I mean? Stafford had a good day too, four touchdowns. He passed Fran Tarkenton for 11th all-time passing touchdowns, 346. He was 25 of 33, 229 yards, four touchdowns, 121.11 passer rating. He did have this like that one um, interception before the end of the second of the first half, but I mean he had like 20 seconds to try to score. He's like fuck it, you know what I mean? It's kind of like. You know, just trying to get three points at the end of the, at the end of the half. So I don't begrudge him for that either. Uh, defense four sacks, two to rookie Kobe Turner. Uh, this young, the young players on defense are coming into their own. It's it's kind of amazing considering they're all so young. You know what I mean? Yeah. We had a couple picks. Turner. D- uh, had two sacks. Yeah. Is it a? Uh, is it? How do you say his name? Hoach. Michael Hoyt. Hoyt. Yeah. He had, he had a sack. I have uh, a love-hate relationship with Michael Hoyt. <laughs> Deswan Johnson had a sack. Yeah, it was a, it was a good, uh, nice little... Darion Kendrick had a pick. He could have ran back. He, he could have... Re- I saw McVay on the McVay show. He's like, uh, DK could have... Because they call him DK. <laughs> He's like, DK could have ran back with that one a little bit instead of stepping out of bounds. But uh, yeah, he hit, so that was his second in the last two weeks. So he's really coming into his own. Uh, Trey Tomlinson had one that almost went for six, but they got called back for a, for a uh, penalty. I guess he had a illegal contact. Remember, I told you that he's like kind of small, so he's always pushing off and holding and stuff like that. I think I don't know how that's gonna like much how he's gonna mature like into the role if he ever is going to. He was the best cornerback in uh, college football. He won that award or whatever. Yeah, you said who Kobe or Kobe Durant? Kobe Durant, yeah. No, uh, Trey Tomlinson, Ladanian Tomlinson's nephew. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that. Yep. I mean, what is there to say? Rams dominated this game. Even Royce Freeman broke off a beautiful, just trucking touchdown. At, like when it was already kind of out of reach. He was the one who scored that last touchdown. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a. I watched most of the game. Um, it was a. It was a good game. It was on what during the Raiders game. So it was a good game for me. I think to everyone else, it could have been pretty boring. Cardinals just kept going three and out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's by... Because, uh, you know, Kyler's not really running around too much right now. I think that's by design. I think the season's lost. They don't want him to get hurt. Uh, and also, he was settling into a new offense, right? 
He's this is like his only his third game with his new offense. Mm. Uh, yeah. well, any Call of Duty promos? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was it was probably a long night the day before. <laughs> um, you know what doesn't help though. So he's uh, I was watching. I actually got this from some uh, Cardinals fan. I was watching on YouTube. So he has a was it Dorch? Uh huh. And uh, Marquise Brown. Those are two little guys. He's a little guy. He has success when he has big, tall, uh, you know, receivers. Yeah, with a wide catch radius. I mean, when he had like, uh, you know, uh, DeAndre Hopkins or Larry Fitzgerald. It's Mm -hmm. so I I don't know if that's like hurting him at all, or I I don't know. I'm not a avid Cardinals watcher. I just watch when we beat them. I know that he's been slowly coming up their tight end, Trey McBride. So I think maybe that could be a. Moving forward, a good threat. Yeah, he's a have. rising star for them, right? Um, but yeah, they definitely need help on the receiver end on on that. They might get Marvin Harrison Jr. Right? Maybe they could. I mean, they they could. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, Everyone's gonna take I don't, quarterbacks. And yeah, I don't see them drafting a quarterback. No, no way. I, I don't like they, no. they. Kyler's good. Yeah, they they have a all their team is all right. It's just some pieces and defense need to get better. They lost and, a lot of uh, pieces of defense in the offseason. Yeah. And then coming into the season, I mean, everyone predicted they're going to be like a bottom tier defense. And they've only gotten worse since then. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, they need to fill some holes and get some receivers. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, other news. Let's see. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> let me look. Let me hold on. All right. So. That's it's everyone's saying it's the Cardinals, blah blah blah. They're two and ten or whatever. But the way the Rams looked, they that could have been anybody. You know what I mean? They all, all that's the remember I was telling you that the Rams haven't been able to put together like four full quarters of football. Mm-hmm. They finally did. Yeah, they scored in every every quarter. They've scored. They put points up. But just they, it was like every game this year has felt like oh it's like a mini disaster, and then they lose or they win or or oh or it's like. They start off really hot and then just a disaster and they can't score anymore. Or they start off really slow and then they, you know, get it in the end or by barely or whatever. But this was like dominating four quarter football. Uh, I, it, the Rams next. Let's look ahead. We have uh, the Browns. I'm going to be there, everybody, by the way, for that. They're doing a one piece collab. So I want to get. And then uh, they're playing the Browns, though, right? Mm-hmm. Possibly without Miles Garrett. Possibly without Dorian Thompson Robinson, so we're either gonna see PJ Walker or Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! But the de- their defense is still pretty good. I mean, I think Miles Garrett. Might, I think he's day to day right now because his uh, X rays came back today like negative. Because mm-hmm. he was in a sling after the game. Did you see that? Oh no, I didn't. He was wearing a sling. Hmm. But he. It sounds like he might be a go. Uh, I mean, he ain't gonna be a hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I. I found the Browns. I'm not entertaining that idea at least they at the afc or that division at least is still close enough to where they can risk losing another game and still making it depending on like how fast he gets healthy or the severity of the situation um or if they could figure out their uh their quarterback situation too yeah because i mean even then it's like Joe Flacco is probably going to do absolutely nothing for them. <laughs> and I mean, PJ Walker is probably the better, you know, quarterback in that situation. But but they benched him already. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am excited to get my One Piece merch and also just to see Joe Flacco versus uh, fucking Aaron Donald. What um? What are they giving out 
for the game. They're giving out uh, free plastic totes with like one piece, uh, like the see-through ones, you know, the mm-hmm. see-through totes with a one piece like graphic and they're giving out uh, collab towels. Oh, okay. So hopefully with like a Jolly Roger, you know, like a Rams helmet or something. I don't know. It's pretty cool. I, I might take my son. We'll see. I don't know. Uh, but anyways, that was that. I we I score prediction for next week. Man, it's hard to say because the Browns' defense is pretty good, especially their secondary. I could see them <laughs> picking Stafford off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he's been getting good prediction the last couple of weeks. I mean, you guys got Kyron Williams back, so I think you're yeah, gonna have you on just the, run if, the fuck if, out of the ball. If Miles Garrett's not there, McVay is not gonna entertain the idea of going pass heavy I mean, with the game that he just had this the, past week. Like, McVay, if the run's not efficient, he'll abandon it and forget about it. For the, like, If he sees like four runs and they're not efficient, he's like, all right, we're just going to pass all game. I'm like, I don't know why he does that. He's got to stick with it. He's got to stick with Sometimes he gets like reminded by people, and then he does it, and they win, and then he forgets the next game. I don't know what's going on with this guy. Well, th- having Kyron is a good option yeah. as well because now you guys have everybody on offense now here's another thing though like imagine we had these guys healthy the whole season i just it pisses me off to no end that we don't have that tiebreaker with the green with green bay because of brett Rippin. god damn it <laughs> and also we didn't run the ball against what was it the um the Bengals. yeah that pissed me off we could that's two wins right there mm-hmm. we'd be what seven and six or seven and uh four yeah God damn it. Anyway, let's uh let's go to You did not have a good week at all. Oh man. You yes. hit one bet and it was the 49ers straight up against your Seahawks. <laughs> you just uh, had a feeling, huh? Yeah. Sometimes you know. Let's go over it. All right, so what, what were they? Commanders plus 11. Oh. You, oh, you needed a, a plus 111. Uh, Bengals Steelers over 34 Steelers went over 400 yards for the first time in like 50 games and they only scored 16 points so I don't know how you you should have you should hit that I don't know what the fuck yeah that that game was weird uh, Browns plus two and a half no Texans straight up they you almost hit that one yeah that against one was the close, Jags. Yeah. And it, the, it came down to the field goal right I think so yeah at missed. the end of the game yeah yeah and then you had Ravens Chargers over 47, and that also oh, was a shit show. The Chargers, I, yeah. Oh, man, God, they're so fucked. I, they got, well, I don't know what the fuck Dean Spanos is going to do at the end of the season. He's going to hire another piece of shit coach. I mean, that's good for us. So the battle for LA has been fought and won, if nothing, everybody. If nothing changes, players are going to start demanding trades. Like, especially on the defense. Those Bosa is not going to want to stay there. Mack isn't going to want to stay there. Derwin James isn't. They're not. ranked 32nd against the pass, and they have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack. Yeah. Derwin James. That's insane. Hold on. I think my wife's home. Let me uh, shut my dog up real quick, guys. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. So, we're going to go over your week 13 parlay picks. Should we still call it the Jeremy's Pick 6 parlay, or should it just be Jeremy's Pick 6? Mm-hmm. It, I mean, if you want to parlay, I'm parlaying. If not, just pick <laughs> yeah, whatever no, you I think. You're right. um, you got close the one time I did play your parlay. So anyway, let's go. Your 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 uh, first pick. Sorry, I'm brain farting over here. Uh, what was the first pick? The oh for this week for week thirteen. Oh, um, uh, we're gonna do Seattle versus Dallas. It's in Dallas. 
They're giving Seattle eight and a half points. Um, I'm taking the plus eight and a half for Seattle. I do think Dallas will win, but I think it'll be a close one. Uh, I think it'll be a defensive game. If they hang 45 on your ass, it's going to be really embarrassing. Yeah, I know. That's going to suck. Um, but we'll see. You know, anything's possible. I think our defense is definitely going to be playing better and will be better matched up than we were with the Niners. Um, hey, what what's Dak Prescott but a veteran Brock Purdy anyway? Yeah, I know, right? Um, so, yeah, that I'm going... Seattle plus eight and a half. Got it. Next game we will do. We got the Lions against the Saints. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In New Orleans, so I don't know, man. It anytime the spread is four points, it's usually good. That's bet it. On. The spread's only four points. Yeah. Holy it, shit! Lions by four. Um, I'm not pick. I don't. I think it's going to be Lions by, like, four touchdowns. Well, the Saints have a good defense, so I think that's why it's so low. Um, but, yeah, I'll take the Lions minus four um, in New Orleans. Oh, it's at the uh, Superdome. That's probably yeah. why they're giving them. Because, right, the home field advantage is worth, like, one and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm. So we'll go with that. Um, we got. You can take over-unders? You got over, your over-unders? Over-unders right now. I'm going to go Chargers and Patriots under 40. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, in I don't New know England. That, it's in New England. You know the Chargers flip-flop. You know, they might fuck you again right here because last week you had them doing the over, going over, and they, what, scored 10? And then now they're playing the Patriots. They're probably going to hang like 40 on them. But, yeah, oh, hey, well, that's still going over, right? <laughs> so you're going to take the over-Chargers and Patriots? I want to take the under for Oh, the under. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Yeah, I know. I, I think. Don't know. I don't know. The Patriots' offense has only been able to put up maybe like fourteen points in this game. It's going to be like that. It's going to be like fourteen. Who's 17. even starting quarterback for them? Who knows? Belichick. <laughs> put a helmet on him and throw him out there at this point. <laughs> Matt Patricia. <laughs> um. So that's one over under. Let's see what else we got. Um. Any good matchups down here? Ooh, we got the Texans and the Broncos. Oh, that's a good game. Um, over. Dang, the over and under on this one is forty-seven and a half. <sighs> that's a lot of points. That is. Broncos have been putting up some yeah, numbers lately, though. And you know, if they win, uh, what is this? It would be like six in a row. Yeah, it's in Houston. I. But if they win six in a row, Sean Payton's got to be coach of the year, right? Yeah, Turn I know. I know they're. Like that. they're <laughs> People were debating on um, what's his name in Minnesota? Um, was uh, their, their coach Kevin O'Connell? Kevin O'Connell. People were like, "Oh, what about O'Connell? Like, is he non-existent?" I'm like, "Bro, you guys just lost." Like, they're uh, about to lose a lot more yeah. games. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, with that game over and under, I'll go over 47. I think that's going to be a good one. Um, the Broncos are figuring out their offense. Um, the players are finally trusting Russell. I think the Texans losing last week put a bad taste in their mouth, and they're going to want to come out and put a show on. Uh, I think this one will be like it's three and a half points. I can see that. I'm going to say 28 to... Oh, wait, now we... Wait, wait who, this is the, for the Broncos and Texans? Yeah. So 28 to what? Let's see. I don't know. Uh, 28 to like... 
33. That's a lot of points. Yeah. All right, that's like, what, 50, 60? I don't know. That sounds like more than 47. That's all I know. All right. <laughs> what did I say? 28 to 50 or 30, 28, 33? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it's 50, 28, 30. Well, yeah, it's oh, over 60. It's over 60. Anyway, you got now you got your two 61. straights. You got to take your two straights. Two straights. Oof. I'm going to go. 49ers over the Eagles. No, I'm taking the Eagles straight up. You're gonna do that game though, for real? Yeah. All right, all right. Eagles straight up. Eagles straight. I hope you're right. Uh, and I'm going. The Eagles want to win this game because if they win, they can rest their players, and it'll be harder. Will they? Will they secure the one seed right out this early? If they win two more games, yes. Yeah, yeah. So they they, they need a. Sometimes that rest. But they have to beat the Niners because. Then oh, if the yeah, Eagles yeah, lose yeah, yeah. again, then then because the, the Niners, Niners yeah. will be uh, one seed. I just want the Niners to lose out for the rest of the season. Sorry. Oh, that reminds me. I was supposed to have, call Devin. I'll call him next time. You guys play him again in a couple weeks, right? Yeah, we play uh, next. I think it's like a Sunday night game. Yeah, he called me on Thanksgiving and, it was, and he was like, "Hey, uh, what's up, bro?" And because it was during the game, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna call you on the show." But uh, sorry, Devin. Shout out Devin, 49ers fan that I don't hate. I still hate the 49ers. And then one more straight up one game. More straight. We got... I mean, I, I want to do this because I want to get some <laughs> wins under my belt. Know, so right? I'm going to go uh, Steelers over Cardinals straight up. The, oh, this is going to be a mis- This is going to bite you in the <laughs> ass. Uh, Steelers straight. Got Somehow this... What's crazy is, and prior to the season started, remember I, I, uh, prior to Aaron Rodgers getting injured and the whole Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett situation, I, I predicted the the Jets and the Steelers to be in the AFC Championship game, um, prior to the season starting. That was my AFC prediction. Um, so yeah, and it could still happen. Yeah, no, I'm just it, kidding. <laughs> it, it, the way the Steelers are winning is crazy, but it definitely could happen. Uh, all right, well, that was good luck to all the betters that take Jeremy's parlay. I know you guys are probably hurting in your little cardboard boxes after losing your homes. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the people that li- that do listen and, you know, at least there's a few people that always reach out to me and, you know, be like, oh, like, I think this or I think that. And usually what they say, you know, works they agree out. They with most of their picks. Yeah. Usually I see that. Yeah, or or they'll be like, oh, I think this, and then whatever they tell me usually works in the favor of what they say. So, you know, people usually like to uh, go with their gut. Yeah, like your homie Mitchell, he he was calling that uh, Green Bay over uh, what was it the the Lions on um on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I was like, it wouldn't be a Thanksgiving without a Lions loss, and he was right. And it was that that whole meme going yeah. around the waxing gibbous moon phase or yeah. whatever that the lions haven't won in like 60 years or something oh man <laughs> uh so you want to go around the league real quick uh, i think the only thing i know that's going on is that uh chandler jones is going slowly insane uh yeah surprise uh shaq leonard visited with the cowboys oh yeah he's he's he, uh so he cleared waivers and now he's a free agent mm-hmm. right cowboys huh he's expected us to, to Meet with other teams, but we'll see. That's his first visit was with the Cowboys, though. The rich get richer. Yeah, so I, I, I don't. 
I see him not landing there, but we'll see what other teams uh, he uh, meets up with. Um, the Vikings have only... Uh, I'm reading this right now. The Vikings have only allowed one touchdown in the last two games, and they lost both games. <laughs> Oof. That's sad. <laughs> yeah. Rough. Yeah, that Josh Rough Dobbs uh, train is coming to a, a screeching halt. Let's see whether... Oh yeah, here's the thing. There's a, so uh, did you see that Saints uh, performance was god awful? But did you see on the halftime, Ludacris was performing and Jameis Winston was like all in Derek's oh. car, <laughs> all in his face, yeah. rapping movement. I watched that like a hundred times. It's oh, so man, funny, so cringe. I mean, is he like? It's kind of like backhanded, right? Like I, don't know. I feel like he just does things now just because he's gonna be on like he knows he's gonna be a meme and he just does nonsense since he's not. I mean, look good at, at anything he's else. Like, and Derek Carr's, like, looking down, like, all sad because he's fucking <laughs> playing like shit, <laughs> fighting for his goddamn life out there. Oh, man. Let's see if there's anything else on him. Uh, Shaq. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frank Wright got fired 11 mm-hmm. games in. That's around the league. That's his second head coaching job. If he gets a third one, we'll have a third Reich. Hitler's wet dream football NFL. Yeah, so not Just much kidding. on... Uh... On a uh, Shaq Leonard uh, Cowboys, there's also saying he's expected to meet with the Philadelphia Eagles, which I think is where he wants to go. If I'm Shaq Leonard, I want to go to the Eagles. I mean, both both of those teams are playoff teams, so we I all mean. we all know the, how the Cowboys story <laughs> ends. So yeah, they're taking it all this year, bro. I'm just kidding. Did you see? Uh, oh, jo- Josh Allen. Losing in overtime again. He's 0-6 in overtime. Career. Mm-hmm. And they changed the rules for him, and he still can't win a goddamn... Well, I guess those are only, like, what, playoff? The rules only uh, pertain to playoff overtime, right? Yeah. But he's he's 0-6 in, in overtime. What is it about him in overtime? Like, what's going on? I don't know. You can't just beat the coin flip. That's what they were complaining about last like, the first time. That, so, like, the Bills... There was like light at the end of the tunnel, and now they're collapsing again. I don't even, I don't know what's gonna go on with them. Oh, that that team is gonna get. I don't, I don't know, man. They're gonna reboot, I think, right? A soft yeah. reboot. Either that, they need a new offensive coordinator, or if I'm Josh Allen, I want out of there at this point. What? Yeah. No. What? Well, he's paid too much. He's not going anywhere. I I don't see him winning anything there. It's just it's. No, he just it's just uh it's it that. That team is cursed. Like it's one of those teams, you know. Like everyone knows about the four falls of Buffalo, right? But uh, he, he's good. It's I think they need a new uh, offensive coordinator anyway, right? They fired Ken Dorsey a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I, I, you know the loss losing Brian Dayball uh, has kind of I think has had an effect on him. But they get another good uh, OC in there. He uh, you know comes back over the edge from all these turnovers. Anything you got? Anything else? Um, no, don't really see much. Um, at least on my end, I don't see much in regards to news. Let me see. No, go back. Oh, you know, uh, shit, I should have said this earlier. Oh, I'll say it next. I'll say it next week. I had this, I had like all these, uh, the scenarios for Rams to get into Rams are in the playoffs. Uh, Earliest next week. 
like in the in the like securing the seed like not securing it but like getting into the playoff like contention we mm-hmm. just need so we the first thing that we needed was the i was saying i was saying i need to say it next week and i'm going on with it right now anyway we need the vikings to lose they lost we need the seahawks to lose you guys are gonna lose uh who else we needed one other team to lose i think the green bay packers yeah, I don't see. Well, yeah, I don't see us making the playoffs. That's just my personal opinion. I don't see I, you guys I, making the playoffs either. At this point, your schedule's too tough. Yeah. But anyway, bitter rivals, bitter rivals pod on Instagram, bitter rivals pod on TikTok, bitter rivals NFL on X, bitter rivals Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Jeremy, you got anything else to say? Go Hawks. <laughs> Boo. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully those Cowboys lose again to the team over 500. Hopefully. You got a point there. So you're saying there's a chance. All right. See you guys later. See ya. (laughs) You're listening to Bitter Rivals.